It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the fight for Premiership survival takes centre stage Kilmarnock, Ross County and Hamilton Ackies all in action As they look to move towards safety The Championship is all over With Dundee finishing second And Morton facing a relegation playoff And tomorrow the small matter of Rangers against Celtic at Ibrox I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me in the studio is Alex Ray, Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yes, still a lot to play for this afternoon Gordon Hibbs can all but finish in third place this afternoon With a win against St Johnson But up against an informed St Johnson team Who don't mind going Easter Road But all eyes are at the bottom of the league Three teams in that relegation battle All away from home You've got to say Hamilton look the more likely to go down But they will fight to the end against a St Mirren team Who might have one eye on the semi-final next week Looking forward to a lot of the action today Yeah, a lot of good football as Mark said there um, I think the bottom of the league takes the highlights, Gordon Obviously the spotlight will be on them Hamilton away from home, Ross County away from home Difficult games, St Mirren and Dundee United respectively So it's going to be really tight there um, And obviously our own team, Mother, will play in command And then the big build-up to... A big, big game in Glasgow tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to today's fixtures. Congratulations to Hart and Partick Thistle who have got back after a disappointment last year. Dundee, Wraith and Dunfermline now into the playoffs, Gordon. And we look at the bottom of the Premiership table. Hamilton, uh, we have Kilmarnock, uh, Ross County and Ackies all fighting for that kind of relegation and playoff spot. Yes, it's all happening this afternoon. We do have the build-up to the big game tomorrow as well. So strap yourselves in. The sun is... Kind of shining out there We're here until 6 o'clock And you'll have your chance To have your say on the open line A bit later on as well But there is so much to look forward to So much to get through They call it the business end of the season For a reason Because things are won and lost And my goodness We're going to see that hopefully Across these top flight games This afternoon Let's start at the bottom Uh, Let's start in Paisley St Mirren against Hamilton Andrew McLean is keeping an eye on that one yeah, well, two teams here with very different outlooks ahead of this game. St Mirren, of course, through to the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup after beating Kilmarnock on Monday, which means their league campaign really goes in the back burner when it comes to their list of priorities. A second semi-final of the season on the horizon, so they'll want to be fit and raring to go at hand next Sunday when they take on St Johnson. So you'd think they'd just be happy getting through today without any major injuries. Meanwhile, Hamilton will let it the complete other end of the spectrum aren't they the league is the only priority as they look to preserve their premiership status for another season we all know they're serial survivors but bottom of the league with just three games to go means it's vital they start picking up points today in Paisley they're currently nine games without a win as for team news four changes for St Mirren out go McCarthy McGrath Dermis and Erwin income Daniel Finlayson for his first start on loan from Rangers he will join permanently in the summer Ethan Erehon Callum McPherson and Colin Quain are all coming in as well so it's Jack Anik in goal for them a back three of Marcus Fraser Daniel Finlayson and Joe Shaughnessy it's a midfield five of Jay Henderson Cammy McPherson Jake Doyle-Hayes Ethan Erehon and Richard Tate with Christian Dennis and Colin Quainer up top the substitutes Linus McCarthy Mason Dermis McGrath McAllister 
and Erwin as for Hamilton two changes for them Jamie Hamilton drops out as does Ronan Hughes who is suspended after being sent off last time out against Motherwell in comes Regan Mimna and David Moyle so it's Kyle Gurley starting in goal for them today the back three Brian Easton Aaron Martin and Scott McMahon the midfield five Lee Hodson Ross Callahan, Haki Madoffin Regan Mimna and Kyle Monroe with Bruce Anderson and David Moyle the strike partnership up top the substitutes Scully, Sterling, Lewis Smith Callum Smith, Trafford, Stanger and Thomas Interesting team news indeed Mark Wilson Jim Goodwin making a few changes with an eye perhaps to that Scottish Cup semi-final that's well within his rights uh, the, the relegation rivals of Hamilton Ackies probably won't be delighted about it but that's the way it works at this yeah. time of the season Yeah I don't think they uh, Ross County or Kilmarnock will thank Jim for that but listen Jim um, is well entitled to do that with one eye on that semi-final next week the players he would argue that he brings in have supplemented the squad perfectly well this season but there is no doubt about it his strongest performers this season are sitting on the bench this afternoon yeah let me just scrub out all my Jamie McGrath stats that I spent ages looking up this morning <laughs> maybe get back to them a bit later on uh, if he comes on from a Hamilton Aki's perspective Andrew McLean now people will tip them to stay up because they always stay up That's what you're basing it on They've been there They've done it at this time of the season They always manage to survive However Today they could be they, they, they could be almost gone today If results don't go their way Yeah they could be And you know we, We've seen it over the years As you talk about That fighting spirit That Hamilton have And there does seem to be A different feeling this year That maybe it's not Going to go their way But I mean Write them off at your peril Because every single season They seem to pull it out the bag but you know going into these last three fixtures away to St Mirren away to Ross County and at home to Kilmarnock they are three massive games and this is going to be a tough one today because despite the fact that St Mirren have made changes they still do have a really strong team out there today so St Mirren certainly won't roll over despite being in the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup and having that to look forward to but Hamilton will really need to step up today and really three points is, is what they need from this game yeah, I mean, luckily for Brian Rice, they are slightly better away from home than they are at home this season, but two wins in 19, none in the last nine. It's not looking great. Here is the man who's hoping to keep Hamilton up. It'll be a really tough game for both teams, I would expect. You know, they've been very close to the matches. There's been a 1-0 victory, 2-1-1 draws uh, in the cup tie. They've been really close games. Every game's been well competed. Uh, there's been some really good goals scored in the games. Some of the lads have been through it before, so they understand what what it takes, but a lot of the lads haven't been through it before. If you look through the team, some young boys that's not been through it, some experienced pros that's not been through it. The ones that have been through it, you know, they need to pass on that wee bit of knowledge and how, you know, how how they feel onto the younger ones. And like I say, just don't look too far ahead. The great thing about this time of the season, you have to keep an eye on all the games at once because there are moving parts here. Things will change, and how many times will we use the phrase "as things stand" between now and six o'clock? So, with that in mind, let's go to Fir Park. Motherwell taking on Kilmarnock, another team right down there. Fraser Wishart's looking ahead to that one. Yeah, and Fir Park looking fantastic. Gordon, the pitching excellent. Nick, they've been doing some groundworks across from the main stand, the John Hunter stand. With the new seats, it's looking great, but a game that probably means more to today's visitors than the home side. Well, of course, still have the aim of perhaps finishing seventh and the extra prize money that would bring. But last Saturday's defeat in the cup quarter final against Hibs means that that's all they have left to play for. Kilmarnock, of course, also beaten in the quarter finals. On the other hand, they have been on a good run recently. It's lifted them out of the relegation zone, so they have everything. 
everything to play for today. And at one point a number of weeks ago, Kelly looked in big, big trouble at the bottom. But they've given themselves a great opportunity to ensure Premier League football next season, even today. Because if they win today and if Hamilton don't, then that would see Kilmarnock safe from automatic relegation. And of course, if Ross County lose, then they're virtually safe from even being in the play-off place. But that defeat on Monday against St Man was without Kyle Lafferty. He returns today and they'll be glad that's going to happen because the big man has been a great influence and scored so many goals over the last six or seven games where Kilmarnock have been actually unbeaten. If you take Monday night as a draw over the 90 minutes, they've actually been undefeated in the last six and scoring a few goals as well. But a lot might depend on how Mother will approach the game. Sometimes there's just an edge off a team's game at this stage of the season. But individually, there's many players here will still want to impress Graham Alexander and show what they can do because he's still a relatively new manager and he's going to decide on his squad for next season. Kelly won here 2-0 early in the season, 4-1 at Fir Park in March. I think the same again would do their supporters fine. For Motherwell, three changes. McGloyer, O'Hara and Crawford are out. In come Lawless, Hasty and Foley in a change of formation to a 4-4-2. Liam Kelly's in goals. Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher, Ricky Lamy and Nathan McGinley at the back. Jake Hasty, Alan Campbell, Sam Foley and Stephen Lawless in midfield with Chris Long and Devante Cole as the strikers. Aaron Chapman, Jake Carroll, Robbie Crawford, Barry Maguire, Bevis Mugabe, Charles Dunn, Dean Cornelius, Tony Watt and Tyler McGloy are on the bench. Three changes also for Kilmarnock and Colin Doyle perhaps at fault for a couple of goals during the week. He's That's cost him his place in the team. In comes Danny Rogers also come in or Mackenzie and Kyle Lafferty and Burke and Oakley drop onto the bench. Rogers is in goals. Ross Millen, Kurt Broadfoot, Zeno Ibsen, Rossney and Brandon Houndstrup at the back. Rory Mackenzie, Alan Power, Gary Dicker and Mitch Pinnock in midfield with Greg Kilty partnering Kyle Lafferty up front. Colin Doyle, Aaron McGowan, George Oakley, Danny Whitehall, Callum Waters, Yusuf Malumbu, Zech Medley, Alan Aaron Tishbola and Chris Burke are on the bench for the for, for the rugby park side. And the referee today at Fir Park is Bobby Madden. Is it that stage of the season, Fraser, where the managers pull out the mind games? I'm sure Tommy Wright said Kyle Lafferty was going to be missing today. Yeah, and when you saw him on Monday with a moon boot on, then you're thinking there's not a chance he will be back in, and uh, yeah, he will want to keep that quiet, and uh, and, and, and for another one, other, other teams to be thinking that he's not playing because he's been such a big player. You know, when he came in, we thought he would have an impact, but I don't think anybody really thought he would have such a huge impact. The goals he scored, the assists he's had, he's led the line brilliantly. Because at that point in the in, in the, the season, you know, and you're looking at the league, I was thinking there was nobody up front for Kilmarnock that frightened you. But now, all of a sudden, six or seven games later, there is, and his name's Kyle Lafferty. And even if he's three quarters fit, I think it's time now, the last three games, that he will be patched up and he'll be on that pitch because even if he's just standing up front in that penalty box, he can score goals. And, and I think he will do so today. I really fancy Kilmarnock to get all three points today. Alex Ray, I wonder if there will be a bigger piece of team news anywhere across the country this afternoon. It's remarkable, isn't it? Uh, as, as Fraser said, on Monday it did look as if his season was more or less finished because of the boot on his, his foot. However, seven goals in his last four games gone, it's a remarkable return. And that's the reason why he was brought in. He has transformed their season. Gordon Deal was actually shaking his head during it Fraser's to say no no Kyle Lafferty's out I read it I've, I've seen it this morning he's out refusing to believe you but he's very much there on the team sheet Gordon Yeah I'm still refusing to believe Fraser until I see it in the TV uh, but he's a massive player for him I do, do agree with uh, Fraser when you've got a goal scorer and, and he's yeah. in such form Gordon 70% 80% get him out there he'll do his work in the 18 yard box and uh, goals are vital for Kermanek because Fraser's correct again I watched Kermanek before Lafferty I was worried about them Relegation written all over them Couldn't score goals Lafferty's come in They're a threat now I'll be a terrific game at Fir Park Get it on the telly Interesting Motherwell team as well Not seen guys like Sam Foley Playing mm. Claret and Amber too often Tony Watt changed the game last week Still only fit enough for the bench So we're looking forward to that one That's game two of 
the big ones at the bottom The final one of them would be Dundee United against Ross County Let's get teams there from Dave Galloway Thank you Gordon Dundee United served up their best performance of the season last weekend To sweep Aberdeen out of the Scottish Cup with a 3-0 win that could quite easily have been five or six. Today sees the challenge of dealing with the Ross County side locked in a desperate fight against the drop. Just three wins in their last ten league games and six defeats, and they've conceded more goals than anyone else in the Premiership. Keeper Ross Laidlaw admits they need to show more resilience when the going gets tough. The Terrors, of course, have plenty of incentive to maintain momentum today with a cup semi-final against Hibs looming very large on the horizon. Dundee United, well, they are unchanged. They're not resting any players ahead of uh, next weekend's Cup semi-final. So it's Dennis Mehmet in goals, a back four of Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Mark Reynolds and Jamie Robson. Midfield, Jean Do Fuchs, uh, Callum Butcher and Ian Harks. Up top, Mark McNulty, Lawrence Shankland and Nicky Clark. The substitutes for United, Duin, Sporla, Connolly, Pollitt, Hottie, Chalmers, Bolton, Appery and Kerr Smith. Ross County, well, they make three changes in. Come Stephen Kelly, Blair Spittle and Cole Donaldson out. Drop Keith Watson, Ross Draper and Billy Mackay. It's Ross Laidlaw in goals then. At the back, Jason Naismith, Cole Donaldson, Alex Yakoviti and Leo Hielda. In midfield, Blair Spittle, Jordan Tilson, Ian Vigers, Stephen Kelly and Michael Gardine with Jordan White leading the line for County whose substitutes are Joe Hilton, Draper, Shaw, Mackay, Jermaine Hilton, Watson, Charles Cook, Lacken and Peyton. And your match referee here at Sunny Tannadice, it's Kevin Clancy. So there's your relegation battle team news then. Ross County, Kilmarnock, Hamilton all away from home, all against the other teams in the bottom six who don't have quite as much to play for Albeit Dundee United And St Mirren Might well have the cup On their minds There are prizes To be given out Further up the league As well Hibs are closing in On third place Can they secure it today David Friel I think they can But I've got some Headline team news For you as well Gordon There's no place at all For Scottish Cup hero Xander Clark um, He's getting a very well Deserved rest After his Ibrox performance And Callum Davison Has basically rung the changes Gordon's seven in total um, So Hibs won't have to worry About marking him At a late corner Xander Clark So it's an intriguing match. Hibs are also chasing th- uh, third place, but I do wonder is this a dress rehearsal for the Scottish Cup final, Gordon? You know, both sides went into this game off the back of dramatic penalty shootout wins in the quarterfinals against Motherwell and Rangers. They've avoided each other, and I do fancy them both to make it all the way to the Hampden final uh, later on in May. But before that, it's all about league, league business. As I said, Hibs really need a win just to clinch that third spot with two games to go. They haven't actually done that since 2005. That quite surprised me. So while the cup is a priority, I think finishing third would be a huge achievement. You know, being best of the best of the rest for Jack Ross and his players. St Johnson are in good form. They beat Hibs in the Betfred Cup semi-final. They also beat McDermott Park a couple of weeks ago as well. So they're looking for the hat trick of wins, and they also haven't lost a league game here at Easter Road since August 2012. So it should be tight. Chris Cadden's out for Hibs, he fractured his back, so he's actually missing for the rest of the season. And Kevin Nisbet has also been rested, I'm taking it ahead of the Scottish Cup semi-final next weekend. Hibs do go strong though, so it's a back four, uh, sorry, Ophir Marciano's in goals. And then a back four of Paul McGinn, Ryan Portis, Paul Hanlon and Josh Doig. Usual midfield three of Gogic, Irvin and Joe Newell. And up front it's going to be Martin Boyle, Christian Doig and Dre Wright who replaces Kevin Nisbet. Subs for Hibs, uh, Macy, McGuinness, Gray, Stevens, Halberg, McGregor and Bradley. As I said, Callum Davison's actually made seven changes in total, so the only survivors from the Ibrox uh, starting lineup are 
Jason Kerr, Gordon McCart and Ali McCann. So Elliot Parrish gets a chance in goals. As usual, back three of Kerr, Gordon McCart. James Brown is going to be right wing back with Bryson, Ali McCann and Callum Booth uh, across the middle. And the front three of Michael Hallam, Chris Kane and Glenn Middleton. Subs of St Johnson are Wills, Rooney, Davidson, Willerspoon, Conway, May, Gilmore and Melamed and the referee at Easter Road is Greg Aitken Big games everywhere you look apart from Livy Aberdeen which has hardly got anything riding on it so we sent Roger Hanna to that one You're kidding me on Gordon this is a candidate for game of the day Aberdeen they're still reeling from that Scottish Cup hammering at home to the Indian United needed a point just one point to guarantee a return to European football for an eighth successive season and as you know that's really become the minimum requirement for Dave Cormack and Aberdeen now after the, the bar was set so high by Derek McInnes Livingston themselves they've got to win to have any chance of catching Aberdeen for fourth place and they could still reach the new UEFA Conference League if Hibs when watched by David this afternoon if they win the Scottish Cup fifth place would be enough to get someone into Europe and to do that they must guarantee to finish above the side to beat them in the Betfred Cup final St Johnson so there is plenty to play for here at the Tony Macaroni Arena don't, don't doubt that for a minute both managers have made three changes uh in for Livy come the captain Marvin Bartley along with Jack Fitzwater at the back and Matty Poplatnik up top so they'll go with Max Stryak in goal it's a back four of Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater John Guthrie and Jackson Longridge in the midfield Craig Sibbald, Marvin Bartley and Jason Holt with Scott Pittman behind the front two of Matty Poplatnik and our friend J. Emmanuel Thomas on the bench Mealy, Cabia, McMillan Lithgow, Forrest, Diani, Serrano Mullen and Ambrose We're looking forward to Livy Aberdeen and the rest We've given you the team news We're going to take a look At some of the week's Biggest talking points And we'll get all the guys Involved after these The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson Gordon DL and Alex Ray Are in the studio But we are jealous Of the guys that are out and about Because there are some Massive games In the top flight This afternoon We gave you most of the team news I think Roger Hanna got Cut off about halfway through We got to Dylan McGeeock Roger Hanna So if you want to just do those teams again And then we'll move on Yeah I think the technology Maybe agrees with you There's not too much in this game Gordon uh, Tony Macaroni Livingston I'll give you the teams again Give you them both Livingston with Max Stryak in goal It's a back four Nicky Devlin Jack Fitzwater John Guthrie and Jackson Longridge Midfield Craig Sibbald Marvin Bartley The captain back in the team And Jason Holt And then Scott Pittman Behind Matty Poplatnik And J. Emmanuel Thomas On the bench Mealy, Cabia, McMillan Lithgow, Forrest, Diani Serrano, Mullen and Ambrose As for Aberdeen Gary Woods stays in goal It's a back four of Jack McKenzie Tommy Hoban Andy Considine And Johnny Hayes Then Lewis Ferguson And Dylan McGeeock And then Conor McLennan Niall McGinn And Florian Camberry Behind the front man Callum Hendry On the bench for Stephen Glass's side Richie, Hornby and Hedges Ross, Campbell and Gallagher Ruth, Kennedy and Ramsey And the referee making only his fourth appearance in the Premiership and he's first officiating with either of these teams it's Grant Irvin Grant Irvin a new name for you to complain about here on Super Scoreboard on Monday night um, Roger Hanna you can kick us off then we always speak in a bit more general terms at this section of the show about big talking points and so on I feel like this week we'll kind of bring it down to to the game tomorrow Rangers against Celtic and some of the, the backstory that's gone on to that one this week kick us off with your, your general thoughts ahead of that one what does it mean to both sides well, it does mean something to both sides. Rangers, as Stephen Gerrard said yesterday, are still chasing uh, that unbeaten league record this season. They want to reach 100 points. They've, they've got all different manner of targets. I think they want to go through a season unbeaten, not just against everyone, but especially against Celtic when you throw in the cup win uh, two or three weeks ago as well. So plenty 
for them to chase and maybe even more for Celtic, for John Kennedy and for some of these players because this is going to be the last Old Firm derby for many of them led by Scott Brown who will be joining Aberdeen and Stephen Glass next season but also the Hodson Edwards, the Christopher Ayers, the Ryan Christies and maybe the Lee Griffiths because yesterday was the day when the club had the clause that it could you know, invoke for a new year, a new season for him to stay at the club. Um, I believe there's an agreement that now the next manager, when he is appointed, will have a look. But Lee Griffiths has now only got two or three games to really show that he is worth that new deal. And what better way of showing that for a Celtic centre-forward than by scoring against Rangers at Ibrox? Yeah, David Fuel, that was a, a debate we had on the show a few weeks ago. Should Celtic keep Lee Griffiths for another year? And there was a real split among you guys. Um, the fans generally that phone in, I feel, tend to be on, on Lee Griffiths' side and feel that he's got a lot to offer. How do you see that one playing out? Has your opinion on it changed as we near that deadline? I, I don't really think my opinion's changed in the sense, I think I said back then, that he would be very lucky to get another deal. But I, I think it's only right that Celtic do let the next manager decide. You know, I, I think it would be a bit, a bit odd if Celtic just took a decision right now to, to free him or, or, or even take up that year contract. You know, I think I think the new manager coming in and you know, we do expect it to be Eddie Howe, you know, will be looking just now and, and you know, maybe Lee Griffiths will get the chance to, to impress even at the start of pre season, I don't know. But I, I do think I still stand by what I said, I think he'd be pretty lucky to get another year. But I think it is only right that whoever the manager is gets the chance to make that decision. Uh, oh funny you mentioned that name. How many times will Eddie Howe been mentioned before he actually takes the job I wonder if a manager has ever been referenced so many times before he actually gets the old scarf above the head the longer it goes on David we just get fans phoning in saying nah, I think it's taking too long he's, he's holding out for something else we had one of your newspaper colleagues Stephen McGowan on the show on Wednesday night saying he doesn't believe that is the case at all it's still likely to be him and it's it's a case of just trying to sort out staffing issues and, and so on. Is your confidence still as high that he will be a Celtic manager? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, yeah, it is taking a long time. You know, this seems to have been going on for well months now, but it's probably about four or five weeks where it's been really it's really started to up. I, I think I agree in terms of what Stephen said as well. You know, I think I think Eddie Howe wants everything in place before he takes a job. I think it's you know there's talk of director of football, coaches, scouts, everything. There's a lot to do at Celtic, you know. So I, I don't blame any manager for really wanting to get that all pinned down, tied down. And I think as well, it's pretty much common knowledge you'd quite like to take some of the staff he had at Bournemouth. Now Bournemouth, this is all coincided with them, you know, flying now at the top of the championship. Sorry, near the top of the championship, and they've got the the playoffs coming up as well. So that will go into May too. Now, I don't think it will be late in May for a decision to finally be made or a confirmation to be made, but I do think all that's just played into the, the saga, if you want to call it that. But I do still think Eddie Howe will become the Celtic manager. Alex Ray, it's been a fascinating week on the back of Rangers Cup exit to St Johnson. I feel like we've heard it all on the phones. We've had guys who, along the, and I'm paraphrasing, say, we're Rangers, we want to win everything. We had a great opportunity and we missed it. Celtic aren't even in it. It's one trophy and nine want better. Straight to the other end of the spectrum we, We've had guys on saying that the cup is a distraction And it was all about the league And nothing else matters We had a guy last night saying he would swap You know, one league versus 20 cups He knows what he's taking all day long Not bothered at all about the cup How do you feel about the way it's panned out the last week I or think, so? I think the main objective was most certainly the league, Gordon uh, People saying that the cup was a, a distraction. I don't buy that because the league was already won when the Scottish Cup was up and running. Celtic were out of the competition. I feel as if it's uh, 
two opportunities missed for Rangers. Uh, I think you could see with Steven Gerrard's frustration after the game that another uh, trophy had been passed up, uh, and it, and it set them back a little bit, Gordon, because the momentum that they had was was phenomenal uh, on the back of terrific performances throughout the league. Good European campaign And it was set up nicely To go on and win the, the cup And it didn't materialise So I think it's come At the right time The old firm game Because of What the guys have said In terms of Going through the campaign Undefeated In the league And also Celtic Will be trying to stop that Having I think is it 21 years You have to go back Before they haven't won a game So there's a lot at stake Tomorrow Gordon Yeah I guess you can You can reevaluate Your goals Fraser Wisher Because When I When we first asked this question It would have been A couple of months ago Rangers fans How much do you care About Ending the season unbeaten And most of them said Well not at all We just want to win the league And we don't care how we do it However Once you've wrapped it up in March And you're then Only two games away Surely You, you can at least set your sights on it and, and hope that that's something You can add to the list of accomplishments this season Yeah And, and I think if you're a manager You're always looking for, for something To give uh, players an incentive Because Football players One of the reasons why we all make it As professional footballers Is we're very competitive About anything Whether it be golf Tiddlywinks playing football you always like to, to win and the worst thing can be if there's absolutely nothing at stake and even today's game I'm looking at it here at Motherwell you're thinking what's in it for Motherwell well 7th there'll be maybe a bonus for finishing 7th rather than finishing ninth. so there's always wee sort of side games if, if you like and, and it's the same in the, the Old Firm game t- tomorrow I, I think Rangers will want to just go through a season unbeaten you know, or, or even five, five wins four wins whatever it is against, uh, against Celtic and also want to go through the, the season unbeaten as well as, as Brendan Rodgers did in the league a couple of years ago but the, the cup I think was a real blow a real disappointment really, totally with Alec Ray that's a key point it wasn't a distraction you know, the league was done if the, the league was still up in the air just now we're very close then you could say that you know. but uh, I think it's a real disappointment and not really other than the league cup final when, when, uh, when Fraser Forster had a brilliant game for Celtic they haven't been close to, to winning a trophy they've been knocked out in, in the earlier rounds as well, so I think that's something that they'll want to, to work on. But the league was a priority, and uh, that's just this wee side games. You get to this stage of the season, how do you keep your players focused? And it's about just rubbing your opponents' noses in it. Celtic have had a, a really poor season, and just don't let them have one win and also go through the season unbeaten uh, tomorrow. So, on the other side for Celtic, it's, it's the opposite of it: is to try and stop Rangers' unbeaten run and to try and just get one win at least in, in this awful season that they've had. Yeah, speaking of you lot being competitive There's only one pundit in here Who keeps checking his phone every two minutes To see if he's still leading this morning's medal from the golf So I'll, <laughs> Absolutely I'll, ridiculous. I'll, I'll let you guess which one of them that is And we'll, we'll keep you updated I know you'll all be on the edge of your seats Sky Sports Making sure that it goes his way We'll never hear the end of it Are you going to share the 15 quid or whatever it is? Oh, it's 30 Oh, is it? Oh, girl, you'll definitely oh, no, share that no, no, you're, you're I will be talking to you boys later on Yofsky. Oh, yeah Are you still winning just for the record? I'm, I'm still in the lead, yeah right, okay. I'm, I, I, somebody you nervous? To, yeah, I'm very nervous I can tell um, <laughs> Put me off my, my train of thought Not that I always necessarily have one Mark Wilson The end of an era for Scott Brown In this fixture A fixture he's become synonymous with Was it 42, 43 I think In the fixture we looked it up um, A couple of weeks ago And uh, this will be his last one And I can't. I think it was maybe mm-hmm. Roger That said it earlier on The next time these sides meet The Celtic team might have Eight, nine changes to it perhaps Yeah um, When you're looking at the game All the headlines will be about Scott Brown And his last game of course for Celtic And you know it would be fitting for him If his team can produce round about him And leave Ibrox With a much sought after victory But Roger's right When you look through that Celtic team There will be a lot of them That's making their final bow at Ibrox tomorrow And that should mean something You know knowing the disappointment of this season 
that should mean something in him to go out with some little, um, some little shining point uh, in this season, and that would be a victory at Ibrox. A lot of these players have have spent the entirety of their Celtic career going to Ibrox and looking forward to going to Ibrox because they were used to winning. That's been stripped away from this season. So for people to say it's a dead rubber, there's nothing to play for. How do you motivate your players? There you go. That for the Celtic team. That has to be the motivation Last time at Ibrox Do not leave with a defeat For Rangers I mean the motivation's there uh, Finishing the season Unbeaten In the league Equaling Walter Smith's record 18 You know Victories in a season Going back to 07-08 uh, It's there for them So You have to Fraser's right You have to keep little Little mind games At these points To motivate players When everything has been handed out in terms of trophies and medals It's interesting Gordon how you can always Spin it whatever way you want You look at the last couple of fixtures mm. And we've had Celtic fans saying Well actually I think we can I think we can win tomorrow Based on the last couple of games Because we've more than held our own We've arguably been the better side at times And we missed a lot of chances Therefore I think we can win On the other hand Rangers fans will look at those exact same games And say We never got out of second gear mm. And they still can't beat us And that's why I think we'll win tomorrow yeah, you can see the arguments for both sides Which is the most important, the most relevant for you? I think that Celtic have got to go with a bit of confidence Thinking that they can win Because Rangers have obviously got the better on this season I agree with Mark This is probably uh, a lot of the players' last old firm game You don't want to have a season that you never beat Rangers or, you know, And Rangers, on the other hand, will be desperate to keep that record up this season With their league campaign So I think it's an exciting game tomorrow uh, all the big hitters will be out because people were saying, well, there's only two or three games left. Why don't you rest players? Well, you'll see tomorrow what the managers think. So I think it's important for John Kennedy. I think it's important for Steven mm. Gerrard as well. And it's important for the players. And if you don't go with the mindset that you can beat Rangers, you shouldn't be wearing the, the, the Celtic mm. jersey. Same with Rangers. They're big clubs. They expect to win things. And strange times indeed where the likes of... St Mirren and St Johnston are resting players ahead of the Scottish mm. Cup semi-final and Celtic Rangers won't be because they're both out of it Alex Ray what we do know is that the likes of Jack Simpson will, will start for yes. Rangers we've had a lot of calls on here for Scott Wright to start the game for instance so not only the big picture for these individuals you can't say it's a, it's a meaningless game when Jack Simpson will be he'll be judged harshly because that's what we do he'll be judged on what he does tomorrow can Scott Wright come in and prove that He's the guy going forward next season to start these games, to start European games. So on an individual level as well, there's a lot to be achieved. Yeah, without doubt. Uh, Simpson has obviously made a couple of cameos. He started up at St Johnson, I think it was, and you know, I, th- I thought it was an average performance. You know, uh, I'd be a different test tomorrow. I think when you look at the quality the Celtic have on their day, they can cause a lot of problems. So Simpson is a real eye opener, and we do we judge very quickly here, and it'll be tomorrow. Whatever way he goes, he goes. A world beater, or he's no good enough for Rangers. That's just the way we react. Uh, in Scotland The boy right that, That's the one position That's up for grabs for me Because you've got Kmar Roof Who's not really Kind of hitting the heights At the moment And you've also got Hadji You know Didn't do particularly well Recently so That will most certainly Be the position Up for debate I think the rest Pretty much picks itself For Rangers Yeah I think I think um, Alec puts a good case here I would uh, I would have played right Against St Johnson I know it's easier After the event Gordon But I think the boy's In great form I really do He got his goal up At Lively. Perth Yeah Confidence um, He's looked to part I was probably Looking at him Next season I think he's hit the ground running Which is brilliant When you go to a club The size of Rangers So I will not be surprised If he's uh, a pick tomorrow To the start again The Rangers model Is working Where they get them in early Lead them into the club Game here and there And they're ready 
for the following season. And you've got to say with Simpson and Wright, this game would would match everything that they've worked towards. You know, play them in this game where the league's won, and I know it's still there is still records to be broken that, but bed them in, in this game because the start of next season, if they have to play in this game, the first Rangers Celtic game of next season, it's a whole different affair. There will be fat well, we hope there will be fans. There'll be a meaningful you know, outcome to the game in terms of league performances and league points. If they've got 90 minutes under their belt in one of these already, yeah, yeah, serves them to it well. Okay, we'll leave it there. Plenty more time to build up to that one. We will revisit it during the show. We will take your calls on it at five o'clock. But in the meantime, we have got five fantastic top flight fixtures to keep us occupied and some big ones down the leagues as well. So we'll go back around the grounds next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray in the studio. We've got the top team all around the grounds as we build up to the three o'clock games. Let's go back to Fur Park, Motherwell against Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock in the, the driving seat to stay up, if you like. There is a, I think, a series of results which can at least guarantee that they won't finish bottom today, boosted by. The return of Kyle Lafferty, 10 goals in 9 games for him And um, more than what he's done individually, Fraser, there's been an upturn in the team overall They've averaged 3 goals a game as a team since the start of March so That's in stark contrast to the Kilmarnock uh, efforts prior to that Yeah, and Tommy Wright was always that uh, the manager who, who was... And he was manager St Johnson. People just thought he was a fairly cautious manager, you know, four-four-two, and maybe trying to grind out results. But uh, certainly, he's seen in sparkling form. And I mean, Gordon and I were talking earlier on about how you know we just didn't see before Lafferty hit this streak of form. We didn't see anything that really frightened clubs, anything that really gave them a great attacking threat. But see, when you've got that, it lifts the other players because if you're playing at the back or you're playing midfield and you don't feel you're ever going to score, you know, it, it can get to you. But if you know that you've got somebody up front who's, who's going to score your goals, and I think it's easy to forget, you know, Kyle's always somebody who's attracted headlines. He's a great lad, a bit daft, but he's a great lad. But you, you forget sometimes he is a very good footballer, you know, and has played at international level, he's played at high level for Rangers, he's played down south as well in many countries. So he has great experience. And I think he's just brought a bit of belief to, to the entire squad. And once you get a win or two and you're down at that bottom part of the table, and I think they've they'd won four and drawn one before the, the defeat against St Mern, then, then it gives the whole team that type of belief. And if you know you can put the ball in that box and get the ball up front, get it near that goal, and Kyle is going to be there or thereabouts and has laid on a number of goals as well, it just lifts that whole team. Yeah, certainly has been some impact, perhaps the signing of the season, all things said and done at the end of it. Let's hear from both managers. The manager of the month, Graham Alexander, I think only played a couple of league games, but won them both, kept clean sheets, and he's looking forward to this one. We will put out as strong a team as possible in every game that we play from now to the end of the season. If I believe you know, professional football is not about waiting for your turn. It's, it's not a hobby. We don't pay subs and you know, we're, we're due, a, due a game. It, we have to earn the spot in the team and it has to be hard to earn that spot and why should I bring players out who have been performing well who have um, shown the right character and attributes to win games why do I want to take them out of the team if, if I don't have to you know, I, I, we, like I say if, if we want to maintain our focus on the next three games as we have done previously I don't see why I should start changing things about for, for no reason so he has made some changes today though, interestingly, uh, up against Tommy Wright today. Obviously after the game, you know, 
we'll find out quickly how the other teams did and we, we know if we've increased the gap or the gap stayed the same and, and um, but I say our aim is to um, I think you know we can get a couple of wins it would make it extremely difficult um, well a couple of wins would uh, mean that um, Hamilton can't um, catch us and um, a couple of wins would mean that Ross County would have to uh, win all three games um, which is going to be difficult to do at this stage of the season so um, but our aim is only to concentrate on the next game and win it Now St Mirren against Hamilton not a, never a dull moment between these sides recently Andrew McLean because Brian Rice will not be in the dugout today as a result of that rant that he went on after they lost 3-0 in the cup and of course that came hot in the heels of the 1-0 draw which cost St Mirren a place in the top 6 so there's been a, an air of drama about this fixture recently Yeah let's hope it continues today Brian Rice actually not sat too far away from me at the moment as you say he's in the stand for this one today but it's just a, another thing that's happened in a, a string of uh, you know incidents that's happened at Hamilton this season and you know it will probably be you'd think the best survival story if they manage to stay up yet just given the fact they've had you know Covid issues they've got a huge injury list which they've had throughout the whole campaign the likes of Brian Easton David Templeton Marius Ogbo Ryan Fulton Scott Martin all out today and have been out for much of the season Sean Want as well remember early in the campaign fans turned up outside the stadium in protest after that 8-0 loss to Rangers they also had defeats to two different League 2 sides in the League Cup as well so it's almost as if they've been destined to go down this season everything's been going wrong for them but if they do go down it certainly won't be without a fight you know you, you hear the way that Brian Rice talks about his team He's got the confidence in his team that you know he feels that they'll go out there and, and give their everything. And you know either way, whether they go down or not, he still will be the man in charge next season as well because he's been handed that new contract. He'll be desperate to be a Premiership manager next season, and you think that three points today would be a massive, massive step towards that if possible, and if results go their way as well. Yeah, Livingston Aberdeen, Roger Hanna, you did well You gave us a good sales pitch as to what's at stake there And you're right, Aberdeen still have to secure that European spot But I wonder if there is a feeling amongst fans of Of kind of wanting this season to come to its conclusion Give Stephen Glass time to get his own players in And see what they can improve on for next season They've won three out of their 16 league games in 2021 It's been And then culminating, of course, in that hammering by Dundee United in the Cup So it's been a, a fairly forgettable spell for Aberdeen Yes, without doubt. And we touched on Scott Brown making his last old form appearance tomorrow, Gordon. Scott Brown is leaving before the Celtic revolution starts and is joining Stephen Glass and Alan Russell at Petodre for an Aberdeen revolution starting. It'll be fascinating to see how many of these players who are on the team sheet today survive for the first game of next season. Obviously, the likes of Florian Camberry and Callum Henry who will look to present a goal threat this afternoon. They'll be heading back to their parent clubs, but there'll be a lot of players here fighting for their Aberdeen future. I would anticipate Stephen Glass and Scott Brown and Alan Russell making a lot of changes to this squad. It would be an eye-opener, the scale of that defeat to Dundee United last weekend. Dave Galloway touched upon it. It was 3-0 going on. Anything you like. Uh, a major setback for Aberdeen in terms of hopes of bringing in silverware, but it might just have given Stephen Glass a real look at what is there for the club going forward and what he needs to do in the summer. Uh, looking at Hibs against St Johnson, David Friel, you were right earlier on. I think a lot of people will be looking, is this a potential rehearsal for the Scottish Cup final? They've been kept apart in the semi-final draw. Um, and there's a lot to like about both sides. You look at the firepower for Hibs. I know they're not all playing 
today But I think you have to go back to January To find the last time that Hibs scored in a game But Boyle, Dodge or Nisbet were not on the score sheet So those three have been incredibly productive for Hibs And you look at St Johnson's form Since Boxing Day, 20 games And they've only lost to Celtic Rangers and Aberdeen Three games, David, against good opposition Callum Davidson has done an unbelievable job, has he not? 100% I mean The only way is down from here For Callum You know Win the Betfred Cup Get to another semi-final I think As I said earlier on I think St Johnson will get to the The final no problem And Yeah he's, he's done a, a Terrific job And so has Jack Ross and, and I think the one thing about Jack You know it, Finishing best of the rest Isn't It doesn't happen at Hibs very often This is the thing Hibs are such a big club But this is a big achievement They will do it Whether it's today Whether it's next week uh, Sorry the week after But He's done a really good job and I've seen a lot of both teams in the last couple of months and I'm a big fan, you know, Livingston got a lot of praise early in the season, the success story of the season and St Myrna as well, but for me, St Johnson and Hibs have been two of the real success stories of this season and both, if they could finish with a cup, you know, what a tale that would be. Uh, Fraser Wisher, I don't know if you're able to give this information out, so forgive me for putting you on the spot. When are we into voting season for your awards? Oh, we're in it just now. We've started the voting process. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to have a, an awards dinner, which we all love and we all attend, and the players attend and have a, a right good night due to the COVID restrictions, but we're doing online voting. So it has just about started, I think, just the tail end of last week, and we'll know the results by by this time next week. And I think we're going to announce it in a fortnight. Yeah, the reason I ask, David, is because, I mean, if Callum Davidson was to win two cups and take St Johnson fairly high up the table, then... It'd be, it'd be lots of people's idea of manager of the year The votes will be a little bit before that And obviously we know what Stephen Gerrard's achieved Callum Davidson a, a realistic contender? Oh, definitely um, I think I think it is between both of them To be perfectly honest with you um, Although Jack Ross, if he wins the Scottish Cup as well Would have a claim But you know, I think Stephen Gerrard you know, Finally winning the league Rangers European record as well Obviously the Cups let Rangers down But Callum Davison totally defied the odds And you, you also need to bear in mind with Callum Davison It's his first managerial post You know, he's worked as an assistant for Tommy Wright And Gary Rout down south But he had a sticky start But he, he found a formation Players obviously like him Very, very well organised Very fit team as well So I would have no complaints at all If Callum Davison won manager of the year And that Roger Hanna Did you sports writer types Have you submitted your votes already? How does that side of things work? Yeah, uh, again, like Fraser said, I think the Scottish Football Writers Association are in the midst of the voting process just now. I think I mentioned in the show on Tuesday night, James Tavernier had got my vote for Player of the Year for everything he contributed to Rangers' title win. And my vote was cast, I have to say, prior to last Sunday night. So I voted for Stephen Gerrard as Manager of the Year. The, the biggest thing of this season was the league title. It was either winning 10 in a row for Celtic or stopping it for Rangers. Stephen Gerrard has stopped it and then some. So he got my vote Although I do see Callum Davidson Having a, a a real claim to it as well If he could win both domestic cups Yeah if you had the luxury of Putting it off a few weeks And he won both cups Would that would it make you change your mind? I have to say I said at the start of the season All that mattered this season To most clubs Was the league title To the big two clubs It was either going to be 10 in a row Or not 10 in a row So for me stopping it In the stylish manner In which he has stopped it uh, I would still vote for Stephen Gerrard there we go Sure we'll Plenty more debates To be had on that In the coming weeks When those um, Short lists come out And when awards are dished out So we look forward to that one um, I think we'll have to Pretty much leave it there I don't think we've got time To go back To Tannadice But we're certainly looking forward To Dundee United Against Ross County United also In a great run They've only lost Two of the last 11 One of them was Rangers And then of course That 3-0 victory Against Aberdeen In the Cup last week They're building up To a semi-final 
Against Hibs Next week as well So we're looking forward To that one They've had the upper hand In this fixture as well This season You have to say They've won the three Head-to-heads Against Ross County uh, Nicky Clark has been The key man in this fixture So what will today hold We will find out We're going to go Right back for kick-off next The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray are all in the studio The top team out and about in the sunshine Looking forward to some business end of the season football With that in mind, let's get a set of business end of the season predictions from you lot Usually hopeless, but you never know Maybe you'll up your game at the end of the season Five featured Premiership games Relegation, the big talking point But third place, European spots up for grabs as well Mark Wilson, take us away Yep, this will be on the money, Gordon I think St Mirren will beat Hamilton To consign them almost to relegation um, Kelly, fancy Kelly At your two sides Motherwell today with Kyle Lafferty on the side They will beat Motherwell Draw, Livy Aberdeen Dundee United will beat Ross County And Hibs will beat St Johnson uh, Straightforward for me Hamilton to beat St Mirren uh, Really? Yep <laughs> Yeah, I'm That's going not straightforward. Yeah, it is straightforward. Uh, Hamilton to one because they're brilliant again out of trouble. I think they'll get a result today. Uh, Motherwell, Kilmarnock draw. Uh, Livingston, Aberdeen draw. Dundee United, Ross County, Dundee United one, and the Hibs one against St Johnston. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward for me as well. I'm going to go well, for like Hamilton. You always say that they're straightforward, <laughs> then none of you ever get them right. No, listen, I was just using his line. Uh, I'm going to go for <laughs> Hamilton to beat Samirin as well. I'm going for Motherwell to draw. I'm going for Livingston to beat Aberdeen because I thought Aberdeen were horrific last time out. I'm going to go for Dundee United to beat Ross County and Hibs to beat St. Johnson. There's your money right there. Goal flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. You know what to do. Get your one pound... Charity bets on the opposite teams To what these guys have predicted But we're looking forward to a good afternoon Of football anyway Please do gamble responsibly It was just a joke um, Don't take advice off these dafties That's for sure That is not a successful game plan at all But we do have some massive games In the Premiership And beyond Leagues 1 and League 2 The Championship finished last night Yes We've got a week's worth of talking points as always And the small matter of Rangers against Celtic tomorrow So it is all happening Strap yourselves in and uh, enjoy Remember you can get in touch On the phones It's 01419511025 Write it down You can do that at 5 o'clock When the open line opens However uh, A bit of a change For a Saturday afternoon And I'm, I'm sure we will feel it You will feel it But that is the point No social media For us This afternoon Or all weekend We are joining the football community And other sports In taking part In a social media blackout This of course Is in a show of solidarity Against all forms of online abuse It is a serious situation Enough is enough And we are just trying to play a very very small part In uh, making people realise that So it is a shame We would we love Saturday afternoons We love engaging with you on Twitter We always have good fun on the teasers And we always have a bit of a laugh Getting your stories and your memories on various topics But unfortunately no Twitter this afternoon So you'll have to wait and give us a call On the open line I think we had some late Changes to, to team news that I had to tell you about. So, yes, Marcus Fraser pulled up in the warm up for St. Mirren, uh, and Connor McCarthy has he's come out the tunnel instead of Marcus Fraser. So, a bit of a change there as well. Um, that's a bit of a really, isn't it? The preparation. Always, always disruptive that if you get a, an injury 
in the warm up and you've done all your set pieces and all your That's you know mod. talks and things like that and you need to change so and you're way. right there, there is nothing worse than doing all your preparation but Jim Goodwin's made a number of changes anyway so he won't be bothered and speaking of doing your preparation and it being up in the air I had some great he's raging I had some great <laughs> stats about some of the guys he's left out Jamie well, McGrath give us it anyway because yeah. it's a good because, information no, because it led to a great debate during the week didn't it about, was it you yeah. two about who's the best player in the bottom six it was all centred around some of the comments that Jim Goodwin made um, about McGrath And we said Is it him Is it someone else mm. And he's not even playing He's 15 goals this season 10 penalties But it's all out the window He's on the bench Good stats Gordon I'm only to focus on so, well, They were pretty basic I, I feel like so I built them up They so sounded you, better in my head You're backing our suggestion On Thursday night That he is the most Influential player In the bottom six I don't think either of you Said it was him I think you did I think if you listened To the podcast Wait, we named others. Yeah, we but, named others but, who could but, be. But, 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 no, hold on. We highlighted him more. From memory, you rhymed off about a dozen good players in the bottom six, and, and sort of mm. just said it could be any of them. No, 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 no I, no. I says it was. I probably agree with that? Jim Daz. Goodwin and McGrath. You jumped on the bandwagon with me. Yeah, he always does and that. Then no, I named. <laughs> I named another few who. who would play second fiddle to McGrath. The winner on the phones and on Twitter was Benjamin yeah. Segrist. He, oh he, yeah, he, he yeah, that's it, Tim. Right, so you've now changed your mind no, no, again. I, I, yeah. I take it he's injured, has he? Secrets. Just now. Yeah, broken wrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I oh, know. I'll go with my graph. Well, well, I didn't mention Chris Burke. That's why when the Kilmarnock oh. team was ready, <laughs> this afternoon, Daz laughs at me like <laughs> I invented Chris Burke and I'm his agent. I don't mention him because yeah, he's been. He's had a great he's season. Been, he's been brilliant. The only reason he was mentioned is because Burke was texting in. Right. right, right, and he was sucking in. We're not going into that lap, yeah. yeah. Well, Burkey's great. Burkey's no, great. Listen, Burkey, 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 Burkey and I played uh, together. He's on, boys on, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. Ah, you've got to appreciate good players. It was a good debate. Maybe one we can get back to a bit later on. I enjoyed it. Anyway, we've got enough to to keep us going at the moment. We've got five big games in the Premiership. Remember the three involving the bottom teams. Really crucial St Mirren, Hamilton Motherwell, Kelly Dundee United, Ross County So the three teams in danger All in action All away from home And mm. all up against teams Who are safe So you just wonder What influence that has Mark Because you mentioned that there Jim Goodwin's resting Some of his best players To take on Ross County mm. Because he's allowed to That's fine There's nothing wrong with that He's got a cup Semi-final next week If you are Mm-hmm um, sorry to take on Hamilton. If if you are Ross County, for instance, you'd maybe see that team line and think, "Oh, gee, I wish I wish they were playing. I wish they would do us a favour." Uh, yeah, um, yeah. You'd be looking at that in the way into the game. You'd think St Mirren going well. You know, the, the spirit's high. They've reached the semi final. They play their strongest team. You'd probably find out in hindsight after the game that Jim didn't. So if he ends up winning the game uh, and you're John Hughes after it, then you don't care. But oh, if oh. Hamilton win and John Hughes then sees the team, he'll be thinking. No, I'm, com- I'm coming at a different angle for this one. I think that if I was Ross County, I'd be watching quite... too much snooker. Yeah, I, I think that if I was Ross County, I'd be quite happy with that St. Mirren team because it gives the guys out there an opportunity to stake a claim in the semi final next week. If it was a full strength team, <sighs> you would watch yourself. You would have, a, you know, you'd be a bit careful mm. this the afternoon. They would stake a claim for the semi final next Cut, week. Well, no way. Well, it's certainly a different James, angle. I tell you, I tell you about, <laughs> yeah, from a different angle. I bet you Jim Goodwin said, look, go and put a real doubt in my mind and stake a claim for next week. I mean, you just co- tell players that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's no he's well. not got a chance. I, I used to do all the time. <laughs> You'll know, no, getting to cut finals and that. But I used to organise. Played enough, didn't you, Willow? Okay. 
Breaking ever get there They showed that um, You know the goal That he claims That he scored In the Scottish Cup final Oh when was that Against one? Motherwell where, where did I see it I saw a clip of it Why, where, why would that have been it was because it was so good. It no, was no, 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 such it was, an influential point in the game. Well, it must have been during some of the cup action uh, last week, and it showed you. It, and it's a, an angle of it. I'm not sure. I've seen it. It's be, from behind you. Yeah. And I mean, how, how you've got the cheek to claim that as a goal, I will never know. He sort of can't claim that. Man. He sort of why he chokes it into the ground. It's kind of moving away from goal, and Stephen Craig and sticks a leg out, Listen, and it goes I, in the back I of the net. I thought I got it smoothly. <laughs> perhaps just a wee bit too much swerve, Alex. It was taken, but perhaps to the by the post flag. And like uh, Stephen Craig helped it in its way in. You, I feel sorry for him because he got credited you, with the own goal. You've got a habit of miss kicking, don't you? I'll miss kick you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're uh, I think they're down already. Wickham, are they down already? I think so. Yes. Um, however. Fans of Scottish football Uchi Ik Piazzu Remember him yeah, And he was a certain type of player You know hot and cold And he's just scored An absolute stunner For Wickham To go one up On Bournemouth Will this mean that The Bournemouth staff Will chuck the towel in early And mm. he, he get was, up to Glasgow He was that cold He was freezing I was not them. having him in the slightest. I actually thought he was okay. There's the old Alec Ray, Mark Wilson derby as well. Oh, oh, go on, me well. No, that was I. I didn't play that much for Bristol City, but that was one of the Lively. eight or nine games I played away at, at Millwall. <laughs> yeah, so the nice you reception. Touch, I just Did you get relegated with <laughs> Bristol City? The beat is one nil. Hi, I've got that in my CV. Relegated. I got relegated with Millwall as well. It's okay. So nice. It's a huge afternoon in Leagues 1 and 2 I'll try and keep you across all the, the kind of permutations So in League 1, Falkirk have gone mm-hmm. a goal up on Montrose Now remember, Partick Thistle won that league the other night And congratulations to them Falkirk were top for so long They fell away drastically As Partick Thistle came through like a train And as things stand That moves Falkirk to within two points of Cove But they do have a game in hand So Cove... Um, would would be finished today aren't yeah. they? This, this is their last game If it was to stay this way Falkirk know that when they play their next game A win would take them into second place Which of course can help out your playoff ambitions Similar story in Scottish League 2 Because Edinburgh City have gone one up on Elgin There are one, two, th- I think there are four There are four teams who can all still make the playoffs At the oh. top of League 2 uh, And as things stand That's moved Edinburgh City up into second Stilling Albion in third Elgin in fourth But um, there's a lot to look Look at in those divisions Mark Wilson's breaking side yeah. Down Definitely yeah. facing Playoff. a Playoff mm. Do you fancy yeah. them to stay up? Um, look, not uh, a chance uh, I, no, Be honest There's not a chance See be honest oh, it, we, 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 were, we were chatting about it The other night Now against Brora Brora uh, have played What three games In some Scottish Cup Kelty have played 13 But Gordon rightly mentioned The other night Not for a long time So if you're breaking You've got to hope That that's going to help you Every uh, opportunity to stay up, surely. Yeah. No. I do not have that. No. Uh, listen, if they boys he's away. Uh, remember, he's you know, away. Well, no, you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do. I actually fancy the team who won the playoff to to go up. Uh, they they break, are in a break. team. They've been in a losing habit for about four, four years. Exactly. They won the other night. The the thing about breaking you're is, have your moments, but as <laughs> neutrals <laughs> as neutrals throughout the country, they didn't gain a lot of fav- uh, favour from what happened last year, but particularly. What happened a few weeks ago With her statement I think any Fair-minded person Looked upon that And thought mm. Oh by the way I've neglected my duties I know we said We're doing a social media Blackout And we are But we'll still throw this out And you lot can play along At home 
The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Okay, can you name the last eight Englishmen to score for their own team in an old firm game? So, name the last eight Englishmen to score for their own team in an old firm game. Okay, so, right, it's maybe slightly confusing wording just because you, you're you're discounting own goals. That's what you mean. So they've just yeah, scored yeah, essentially. Scored, yeah, scored so the, the for last, their own. The team, last yeah. eight Englishmen to score in an old firm game, but own goals don't count. So usually you would send your answers to at Clyde SSB, but we are taking part in our social media blackout. So send them if you like, but no one will see it. Um, but you can play along at home. Let's see how you fare. See if you can beat the pundits to the punch on this Tell one. Tell us that's four. Eight Englishmen to score in an old firm game. The last eight Englishmen to score in an old firm game and it does not include own goals. Hold them up, Alex Ray, I'll tell you. Yeah, I've just got another one. Daz has pitched in, I've got the other four. No, the top one, you've gone too far back. Right, okay. But the rest are correct. We've got four already, See, Daz. Uh, because there's no social media, they two should be playing against each other. Take I'm, a wee bit. I'm, I'm, fine, I'm fine. But you've only got two of you. <laughs> See, when you do that, you've got a big mic in front of you. I heard that. So the people at home Who want to play along Will hear it as Not well Not that I've heard that That was charades I, I could oh. hear it Honestly Thank God you said that Yeah Right uh, Goalless across the board We're keeping an eye on St Mirren Hamilton And Motherwell Kilmarnock Anything doing in Paisley Mark? Not really mm. I, I think it's Eatsy uh, peaksy at the minute um, St Mirren just had one Flashed across the, the face Of the goal there But apart from that I think Jim uh, And Brian Rice will be you know, content in how both their sides are doing at the minute. Yeah, it hasn't settled down at all. You know, no one's actually c- c- control of the middle of the park, Gordon. It's a bit end to end with little quality. But mention uh, a dolphin the the other night for Hamilton. Somebody, somebody tweet in the other night. Since he's been he Hamilton's be, best player. Yet. Is he playing midfield? It looks like he's playing midfield today, but he's played right back, centre half. Centre mid You know He's been mm. everywhere And he's been a right good signer The best chance at Fir Park Has gone the way of Motherwell It was a bit of a sitter To be honest Jake Hasty. He's not had a lot of game time He's yeah. in today Great cross from Connor uh, From from McGinley Out wide I actually know a Connor McGinley And that's why I've just given this guy The wrong <laughs> name altogether um, Nathan McGinley Of course With the cross in uh, Jake Hasty with the header you know what happens when wingers try and header the ball, don't you? That's they can't, oh, they they can't just over the bar. They they can't, they're terrible headers. It's all about technique. He it should does. have scored. He yeah. should have scored. It's a big opportunity for Hasty. He's not had a lot of game time, Gordon. You know, when he gets back to Motherwell, where he was really successful, yeah. um, getting his move to Rangers, it didn't really work for him at Ibrox. And uh, you were thinking, yeah, he's going to go back, he'll get games, but. He's been on the bench mostly yeah. uh, this season, uh, so this is a big opportunity this afternoon. Yeah, I mean he's made an impact in the some of the the last few games coming on. I suppose the other thing to, you know, maybe cut him a little bit of slack. He's gone into a Motherwell team which hasn't performed either. Yeah. You know, the, the the Motherwell team he left had a, a fluent David Turnbull in it. They were really yeah. confident in James Scott and the young guys were all swaggering and they were you know expressing yeah, themselves as well. yeah. when when you're Jake Hasty, maybe your confidence has taken a knock at Rangers and yeah you, yeah. you think you're going to rediscover it but you go back into a model team that's maybe not feeling great about itself either so there can yeah, be a number of reasons sometimes uh, the circumstances in about there but you're right what you said a few years ago Gordon there was a real good crop of boys coming through at Motherwell and you know they were flying and then the thing is it's how he recovers now because he's obviously went for decent money Hasn't quite worked out He's come back on loan And he just needs to settle down And find a period Where he plays regular football 
Yeah, no goals in the top flight yet then So I'll keep you right up to speed on anything that happens there Just since we were Yeah, Alex Ray and, and Gordon Dale have done not too badly at this I've teaser got, I've got them all Have we got the most on, I? Already? What do, you mean, what do you mean I've got them sorry, all? Sorry, sorry we, yes, let, let me see your bit of paper I will decide if you've got them all Gordon Deal. I think Alex Ray might yeah. You're not as daft as you look, you two We're good, aren't we? Oh, bro Oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> No, he's got the answers in front of him No way got the no answer way. sheet He's got the answer <laughs> sheet right in front of him I knew it was too good to be true No way He's just lifted his league table Honestly. to reveal the last of my eight I swear <laughs> to God Honest to God, wow. this guy School children You like oh, school children wait, I, I've not got them I was so proud of myself Do you know why? Because there's one on the, There's a couple on there that I knew you wouldn't get ah, Alex looking me going Oh brilliant, brilliant <laughs> I've not got them Well I've not got the paper oh, I've not got the answers fine. Okay <laughs> um, Still no goals going in In the top flight Motherwell are probing oh, Good chance chances as well Stephen Lawless threads one through Chris Long can't poke it Beyond the keeper Who's passed one up here Callahan. Callahan. It was a great opportunity Willow Oh long ball Which Samirin defence Should deal with They don't And Callahan nips in Alan uh, comes out and He gets a good hand oh. on this well I think he saves us Eight league goals for Ross Callaghan this season You would have backed him to, to find the net there A bit of uncertainty in the St Mirren back talk, line You talk about good uh, players uh, I think he's had a brilliant season yeah. You're scoring eight goals for a team that's at the bottom of the league That's a good return From midfield Absolutely I mean I know he's played like maybe slightly further forward Than mm. in the previous times in his career But he's not, an, not a striker by any means So eight goals for that Hamilton side in the league Is pretty good going Can he get some at this crucial end of the season though And keep them up That will be the question just uh, with Brian Rice You mentioned he was in the stand uh, I mean you're looking at right, Just now Does that make much difference? No If you're no, in the stand Not uh, in the moment uh, No with fans uh, I mean I'm sure he's still barking orders I heard him uh, On the TV yesterday Saying well <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson Done it for years So <laughs> maybe I should Give him a call Well, I get sent to the stand Once or twice as well And uh, I remember being at uh, Morton so It's a local derby For St Mirren and uh, I was sat right in the front row of the director's box and someone done something wrong and naturally you just go, booming. And then I looked around at the, the, the opposition chairman and that and he's just sitting there with his head like, oh no. <laughs> are you, I, I used to always going to stand first half. All, always? Always, yeah. Yeah. I thought it, you'd get a better just view. for a pie. Game. A pie in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Comfy seat. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't take the stick I was getting in the dugout So I went into the stand See most folk do it For that a tactical viewpoint You see a different view yeah. Of the pitch He's got yeah, a shawl He's got a tartan shawl Around yeah. his knee A pie and a ball rolling Leather seats So we're always better Not No I always spent The fir- first half in the stand I always <gasps> thought You'd do, get a better view There's uh, a chance again For Hamilton A dolphin Yeah was it? Uh, Took a wicked deflection It was good defending actually They get out to the ball Quickly St Mirren Put a block on it It's a good period This for uh, the Ackies Yeah But they've got to score I agree mate But this is a this is a very good shot mm. And Moyle just had one Just about a couple of minutes Before Planting that Where him. Yeah Shaughnessy got a cross and block From about 8 yards So Brian Rice will be happy With the pressure His sides piling on The Samaran backline At the minute Ross County have gone close To opening the scoring But no breakthrough yet At 
Hannah Dice It was Blair Spittle who's gone close Who incidentally has been relegated with his last two clubs Dundee United and Partick Thistle Oh lucky white Heather uh, yeah. A lucky did, mascot did, did Billy Mackay not have one of those kind of runs for a while as well? I, I think, think he, he did with, uh, He followed a couple of teams and Ross Blair, yeah. I think. Blair Spittle was brought in to Dundee United At the tail end of my career to is that, another, is that another one no, you've seen off? Yeah, no, no, replace me and Was he better than Chris Morris? Well he did <laughs> Chris <laughs> Morris was a good fullback. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. <laughs> Do you not think so? Oh, aye. Yeah. <laughs> Smashing. I have no idea what on earth you three are on about, which should be nothing new. The championship ended last night. Um, it was obvious from the be- oh, the beginning, you could say that Hearts were going to win it. They had yeah. you know, a couple of Can't it. ropey moments along the way, if you can even call them that. But it was a real fascinating battle to find out who would get the, the playoff spots at both ends, because Aloha were already down, and after last night's result, Dundee have finished second now that is crucial because it gives you an easier route through the playoffs so now Dunfermline will have to play Wraith They'll, the winner will then need to play Dundee and the winner of that of course plays the team 11th in the Premiership so it can be quite a gruelling schedule so getting yourself to second in the Championship can make the difference and it all came down to last night Jason Cummings got a double Queen of the South nil, Dundee 2 uh, incidentally Hearts did win 4-0 A really good performance from them Gary Mackay, Stephen getting a couple They beat Wraith So again that combination moved Dundee into second um, Air United, Gordon DL's old team mm-hmm. Josh Todd yeah. with an equaliser in the 67th minute And that saved them Because our broth drew with Morton And it means one of our local sides Unfortunately Morton will be In the relegation playoffs Level on points with Air United but five goals worse off in terms of goal difference and that uh, Morton will face the playoffs. George well, Bowie was in here this morning face-tripping him. Mm. You've got to say, that's exciting games coming up. You've got the Derby right away, Wraith Rovers, Dunfermline, I've played in a few of them. It used to be packed houses, obviously not this season. And then Dundee awaiting the winners. Mm. Um, and then obviously it'll be, I think, Hamilton or Ross County that will play in the re- uh, for the relegation. But honestly, Bowie's distraught. I asked him what he was doing in so early. He said he was making a candlelight remix of every song for tonight just to lower <laughs> the, the mood and just because he's, he's gutted about the... Oh, about see if you're a Morton fan, about no, the playoffs. you would not fancy playing any of these teams at the top exactly. of that League One. You know, uh, if it's Cove, yeah. Airdrie or Falkirk, yep. no thanks. It's yeah. just going into, the, the into these games having played so poorly and uh, I was interested because there was a pundit in here recently saying Dunfermline was going to Won their games in hand and, yeah. and run close uh, uh, hearts. Mm. Who was it? <laughs> you and know who it was. No, I said. I remember the day. Remember that yeah, conversation? Remember. Well, see, boys, I said it was a possibility if they won yeah. their games in hand. Yeah, I didn't say they were going to. <laughs> I, I, th- I still think Wraith will beat Dunfermline. I yeah, think I watched Wraith well. and you think they've got enough to take uh, Dundee though. I Dundee think Dundee are on a good yeah, right time, I agree with you. And yeah, I think the boy Cummins is a, a big factor in that. Yeah, I, that, I think that will be difficult, Alec. Uh, but I've got to say, Wraith are one of the best footballing sides. It's good are, to watch, isn't it? Are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. They play the right way. Um, and obviously, it's, mm. you know, they're desperate to get back why, up. Why were the games last night? I mean, there's nothing better than the games, it's your league season finishing a Saturday afternoon. I, I just couldn't for the life of me understand. Why it was moved to Friday night I know TV have covered Is it potentially for the playoff them, games When's the playoffs Gordon? And I always wondered how it worked I always wondered You know See once the full time whistle goes In the last game of the season Is that you? Is that you off on your holidays? Magalus. Andy Halliday was telling me that, that Hearts are training today and tomorrow And oh, then they're off What? And then they're done Oh, yeah, but that's one of the ones come in there a wee stretch, a lunch, and then you, uh, you have to get a taxi home. Well, yeah. I was discussing this with with uh, Jim Duffy last night as well. Would they do? 
is it ever the case where you would then do end of season testing to see what your sort of in my time it was usually done before the last right, games because I, I think I think Andy might have mentioned something about that now there's nothing worse than the last <laughs> game of the season you're to come in and do the bleep test I remember doing the bleep test when I was at Celtic my first year so I went in the January we had won the league we had cruised that I think some like 15 points maybe even bigger than that anyway it was coming up to the last couple of games of the season we were playing Hearts at Tynecastle on the Sunday and Gordon Strachan made us do the bleep test on the Friday the old <laughs> get your test before results in now before the, so this on the Friday we had the game on the Sunday get your test results in now and we all had the heart rate monitors on so away we went done the test and he wasn't a fan of sports science let's put it that way in all these machines and we played on the Sunday against Hearts they bullied us they beat us he had his back in on the Monday doing the bleep test Again. he says if you don't beat your score from the previous Friday you're not getting off. Uh, more or less you'll be packing your bags and he said to sports scientists we'll not be having any of the heart rate monitors every single player beat their, beat their beat result there they are just show you come back in yeah. anyway one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs Hibs nil, St Johnston 1 and it's Glenn Middleton mm. that'll be a familiar name to you Rangers fans he's opened the scoring for St Johnston their terrific run continues it was a mistake from Ryan Porteous who continues Alex to almost That's go right. from a, you can clearly see he's got a He's got potential So many people tipping him To go to the next level And that may well happen That there's always That wee mistake in there That just makes you wonder I think one of the, the factors Is that he's still young Gordon You're hoping that he Kind of shifts that Sooner or rather later He's got great attributes The boy He's very aggressive Athletic He tacks the ball well uh, hmm. He's a decent defender um, Sometimes a wee bit Too aggressive For my liking Oh hold on Now this is a big goal Goal flashes with top scaffolding oh. For all your scaffolding needs Dundee United nil, Ross County 1 And it's Jordan White It was that man we spoke about Blair Spittle with the cross Jordan White with the finish And it makes it Dundee United nil, Ross County 1 The man who signed from Motherwell Couldn't score from Motherwell Earlier in the season Really struggled Went to Ross County I think that's his fourth And uh, they could be vital If Ross County managed to keep themselves in the division I'll do it for the first time then In the Premiership As things stand That makes Ross County level With Kilmarnock on 33 points Both would be 5 ahead Of Hamilton Ackies So it's really heating up down there uh, That could be some sign uh, You talk about Lafferty and the impact You're right Gordon When he was at Motherwell He just He never looked like scoring uh, Don't get me wrong He didn't play a lot of games From the start He was used as a sub more often but he's went to Ross County and all of a sudden he gets his goal and he starts banging the goals on. Um, John Hughes, what a sign that could be. That could keep him up, you know, put a bit of pressure on Kilmarnock now. So Hamilton obviously still nil-nil against St Mirren. I do fancy them to get points this afternoon. I think Brian Rice sitting in the stand will be quite happy the way they've started. I think they've started mm. really well. They scored last week as well, the, the last game for him against St Mirren, uh, Jordan White as well. So, you know, he I think that's impressive. You never look like scoring at Motherwell. Well, do you know what though? You get sometimes sliding doors moment. And I'm not saying you can make excuses because these things happen in football and players need to deal with it. But I think very early on in his, his time, one of his, I think maybe two of his first games, he got goals disallowed mm. Quite harshly You know for like uh, yeah. Jumping with a defender And was accused of Kind of leaning Or whatever it was 
And you just never know, do you? You just wonder because he did he not score in his first game for Ross County? I think he did against Hamilton. That's right, yeah. And that that can kickstart. That's the difference. Every every club I went to, Gordon, the one thing I always wanted to do was score a goal because I'm a striker and I lived off uh, goals, scraps. Yeah, I lived off goals. I like you know, and I took the headlines of them. Um, but I always <laughs> rightly so, Dazzler. Exactly. When you score over two hundred, well. very modest. That's when, what we... when you bang over two hundred, it's about well, a while ago. The while ago, the one forty. So I don't know about two hundred. Oh, right. Okay, but. As a striker, you want to get a, a goal as quick as you possibly can in your new club. And you're right, Gordon. He's going to Ross County, gets that goal, and he's just looking forward to the next chance. He knows he's going to score and confidence mm. and everything that is, is going along with Alex it. Alex Ray, your old club Sunderland are one up, and it's Ross Stewart who scored the goal. See the power of this yes, show? I've not, I've not heard of this seamless guy. Link. I've not heard of this guy in weeks. He was injured. And the other night. Ah. The, the, the other night um, Yeah but the, he has played A fair amount for Sunderland I think he scored early on In his first game And hasn't scored for a while The other night When we had the discussion Who's the best player In the bottom six Loads of people got in touch To say they think It would have been Ross Stewart yep. if, he had, if he had stayed um, And there we go He scored for Sunderland this afternoon But this shows you The difficulty of managers When uh, Yogi Hughes Goes into that position And he has to sell You know uh, One of the best players Because he gets some money for it And he has to scratch about And you end up with Jordan White yeah, well, I actually done that with, I think it was you, Mark, was it? I sold um, Andy, you sell? Andy Ryan from under your feet, top goal scorer. No, that's why I left, because you were telling me you were doing it. Huh? Uh, right, that was, that was <laughs> did, a you, great, did you walk it? No, I didn't. It was a great move for me if he did. You know what I mean? I'd have done it earlier, <laughs> before the January window. And that's what happens. We, had a, we were going for the playoffs, and Mark rightly got us into the playoffs through my help. Um, and I had to sell a striker. It was the only guy who was scoring goals for us at Airdrie. What did you get from him? Um, what much? Set of trackies. No, it was about 15 miles. 20, can, you can you bike in a, a three wood for the Dazzler? <laughs> 25,000, 30,000 or something? Oh, yeah, to Dunfermline. And it was, it, as I say, he was a top goal scorer. Terrific. Speaking player. of what, I mean, people are desperate to know. There's a social media blackout. I have no doubt that if we were on it, we'd be inundated. But Roger Hanna. Is, is there any update on the, the big golf medal? Because he says it would be your biggest triumph since the Bonkle Open that you won at badminton. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit nervous, Gordon. I'm I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, I've got Callum, the producer, Ooh. in there. How big is this? Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Big does not do it justice. St Mirren nil, Hamilton one, and it's Ross Callahan, his ninth league goal of the season. Aki's top scorer, their biggest goal threat all season. He's stepped up, and it's not a great time to be a Kelly fan because we've one of these as well. Goal flashes. With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Ross County have doubled their lead So Dundee United nil Ross County 2 Alex Iacoviti So Ross County are looking comfortable Hamilton are in front And all of a sudden Wow It's tightening up Brilliant We did say at the top of the show That the bottom of the table Was going to be the big talking points And Callahan's got his ninth goal of the season Gordon Ross County Who can't buy a win What if they got one win in the last seven games are two up against Dundee United Callum the mm. producer Can raise his head From behind that glass <laughs> it's not, The Hamilton goal's not pretty But it's uh, so so important And so, Callaghan's been the man Hamilton would Move on to 30 points yes. mm. And Kelly and Ross County Would be level on 33 And some of them Will still play each other uh, That's a big goal In the in League 2 In the fight for the playoffs That's not a big a good result At Stranraer. all for Stirling Albion It is a good result For Stranraer Who are one up At Stirling Albion And Jordan Allen own goal I think still and Albion have been second for the vast majority of the season but if it was to stay like that 
they would miss out on the playoffs. Well, Stranraer were going yeah. on a great run until last week where they were with the four 0 down or three 0 down certainly Elgin. anyway to Elgin in nine minutes and uh, you know just exploded. But what's well, like they're back to one. Did you ways. have Did you have Jordan Allen at here with me? No, it came from Wolves. I can't understand why he scored an own goal because. He's about five foot two. He wouldn't be back for a set play if it's the same Jordan Allen. I'm thinking probably not. Though probably the right your, your track record, so that there's every chance. Yeah, he's probably six foot four. Isn't he? Uh, do you know this is why I love this format? You know, with the, absolutely. And then you've got playoffs at the bottom. People looking to try and mm. get at that playoff spot to get them challenge the team that's uh, in the playoffs above. It's brilliant. I love the whole format. Uh, so can Kilmarnock respond? I mean, they're still. Sitting okay It's not not the end of the world By any means But the, going into today It looked like they could have A bit of breathing space And people were looking at Kyle Lafferty coming back And Aki's not been in good form And, and Kelly really been the favourites um, It would certainly tighten things up If it stays this way So Yeah Good for us Gordon Getting into the, the last Simon. couple of games But <laughs> Imagine you're a manager Just now Being down there I've been there as a, a player With Dundee United In a couple of relegation battles not I've been there as be. a manager And I'll tell you It's the most nerve-wracking Thing that you have to go through yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, tell, uh, tell that to Jim Duffy He Is You know Of a certain level of experience He looked like he didn't have a care In the world last night I'm sure he does care But Oh I've just, I can't believe Oh I've, no I, just, I can't believe I've done that to him <laughs> Clyde won the Martin Mill Mark, oh, Mark wow. Lamont On 31 minutes I was about to say Looking at the table You know It's you know they're still sitting okay at the moment, uh, but Clyde have just taken the lead, and that would change. That does change things, Jim. I am so sorry. Oh, that puts them Barton if it stays it like does. that. Yeah, yeah. into that playoff spot at the bottom. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, wow. Jim. As, listen, it's uh, that's the way it is at the bottom down there. You can't get a break. Um, and Clyde's just took that lead. But saying that, there's a, a, an hour to mm. try and turn it round. Oh, plenty of football still to be played, Alec. You never panic now. I, I, I get relegated for the English Premiership, Dazzler, with 41 points. How about you guys? Do you not get a bonus when you get relegated? There's that much money in the English Premiership. I don't know what that I think in the 80s. It's a 90 million pound parachute payment. I think it is currently, yeah. yeah, yeah. The players don't get a bonus for getting I relegated. I wouldn't be surprised. No, they don't. No. Believe me. No, 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 no. The, the one thing I think they're having now is uh, ways deductions. Because so many teams yeah. Relegation cope is with it. failure Hashtag failure Agree mate Yeah <laughs> Do no, you I even know what that means? <laughs> no Hashtag failure <laughs> <laughs> so I'm somebody saying trying to, down with, trying to get down with the kids Yeah uh, Remember we are on a social media blackout This weekend until Monday night Just before midnight So no usual back and forth on Twitter Answering the teaser and all the rest of it I did have some correspondence earlier in the week though um, and I just wanted to, to give this a mention because Danny Campbell um, emailed in and uh, he says, just wanted to, to speak to you if possible. Really important. My uncle passed away last week. He listened to Super Scoreboard every day for as long as I can remember. He was a huge fan of you lads. And though I don't even watch football, I've been tuning in for a long time too because I think he rubbed off on me. I was just hoping I could maybe get a shout out in one of the shows. It would mean a lot to me and would have meant the world to him. If it's not possible, I understand. His name was Joe Campbell from Greenock. Um, I'm not sure if he ever called But I know for sure He listened every day So there we are Danny Thoughts with you uh, And the family At this difficult time Hopefully yeah. Hopefully you're all holding up It's amazing the amount of people You meet that listen to this programme Every single day Gordon. Slaughter you lot No I, 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 I would You'd be surprised I would understand a Tuesday, Thursday uh, But every day <laughs> Hey actually I, I forgot to tell you oh, no. I was in a, a frozen food store The other day shopping 
just put through my shopping and the guy says, just unassumingly, that Gordon Dale is absolutely mince at Peter Pundit, as you know. That was the only oh, conversation, well, so well, there I, you think, are. I think if you look at the league table, it says something different. And it, is, it? it is true. Because he's going to be at the top. No, he's not at the top, don't be ridiculous. Um, the last last week at this time, uh, we had the discussion on the show, didn't we? Saying it's exciting times, restrictions are lifting. What's the first thing you're going to do? Alex Ray, what did he tell us? That he was going to go and get himself new trainers. Well, he came in here on Monday. Quite disturbingly, he was moonwalking around the, the office. Is that them? Have you got no, them I've got on? the other ones on. I've got okay. the other ones today. I'm sure As soon as you went in, the manager has come over and says, Oh, listen to the show on Saturday. I, was, I thought you were at it, but you were saying you were coming in. Discount? No. <laughs> now, to be fair, it was 50% after the oh, trainers I bought. You can't argue with that. But there we go. She, she remembered he was going to be on his way in. And by the way, I was at the football as well today. I was standing myself behind, can I tell my wee boy where he was doing everything wrong and I was, was on his case. And <laughs> Doesn't sound like you. Anyway, they, they managed to win my guy. And uh, I, was, I was walking back around. One of the guys says, Oh, are you on this afternoon? I says, I am. And he went like that. Oh, brilliant. I love the show. Imagine, imagine him. As, you've so played slide and tackle son Slide Come on Slide 50-50 <laughs> Do you manage to keep it polite Because remember it's, yes. it's, it's not one of the Denison schools Your son no, goes to no. is it well, So I hope this that isn't, you This isn't the school This is just right, the, okay. the, the, the How old chaps. is your boy? 11 Has he got a potential? As yes. much as you as uh, winning that golf today Oh well Oh, See the thing is though right Do you just realise you asked that I mean I, I'm sure the answer is yes We had to say yes He's not going to come <laughs> he's on He's not going to say no <laughs> To the country <laughs> <and say laughs> <like it's hopeless. laughs> No he's not very good <laughs> 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 Shame him on the air hope, nah. he, hope he's not listening <laughs> I don't know how he gets a game <laughs> I'll tell you what He's loving it I'll tell you he loves it What it, positions do you play Alec? Well he's playing at the back at the moment And uh, they scored in the last kick of the ball And the great thing about it They've got other colours on uh, They just did bibs And um, you know And all the subs ran on the pitch And they're all going Brilliant Absolutely brilliant it was uh, right, where are we on today's action? St Mirren nil, Hamilton 1 Still goalless between Motherwell, Kilmarnock Ross County 2-0 up at Dundee United Producer Callum can tell us what on earth it's like to be a Dundee United fan Because they were unbelievable They battered uh, Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup last week um, And now they've, they're 2-0 down against Ross County The roller coaster torture, he tells me <laughs> ah, But listen, you've got bigger fish to fry at this time of the season yeah, Same they, final they, coming up they, Callum Are they resting uh, Folk Hibs, Hibs nil St John's No they, they played the same team As they so, beat team. Aberdeen that's, oh. that's exactly what I said About St Mirren Because If St Mirren play their full strength Side I think they've got one eye In the semi-final Of course you have I remember playing before the um, We played on the Tuesday Before the League Cup final Against Celtic and honestly, it was the worst performance that we've ever produced because we were all geared up for the final. We didn't want to get injured. That just means you lack professionalism, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm going along with that. Uh, you just knew Livy Aberdeen wouldn't have many goals, didn't you? Roger no. Hanna. He tried right. to talk it up, but... Wisher as well at Fur Park. What was it? Three wins in 16 league games. That is horrific. I can't believe the demise of Aberdeen. You know, one of the strongest teams in Scotland over recent years. Yeah, He's that, got a big job. He's got. A, there's no doubt he's got a big job up there. Do you uh, think he's fortunate to get a position like that, having only done a couple of years management? Yes, I do. But um, I wish the boy all the, the the best in the world. It's a very difficult job. I think it'll be a rebuilding job. He's got Scott Brown coming in there to give him uh, a bit of experience as well. So, and one or two players that he's been linked with, I, I'm I'm quite mm. impressed with. So he's obviously had an eye in the Scottish game. Fraser might disagree. I feel like Motherwell Kilmarnock's not too bad. The only thing I would say, Gordon, I have. I was under the impression naively that we were we were in barbecue season here. You know, you're allowed to do certain mm. things now. 
maybe had my eye on a couple of things over the weekend, and I'm looking at the the pictures here, and it is it's torrential down yeah. our way. It's absolutely I've chucking got all it my down. Windows on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about wind open. Yeah, well, don't, don't, don't say that. that. I was going to say before we go so, any is all your family. Spider Man couldn't climb it. Burn colour of their ladders. It's easy to laugh now, but see if we open the Sunday Mail tomorrow, and it's oh. former Wraith Rover star Gordon the House burgled <laughs> after advertising. <laughs> Former Man City Reserve player Don't, Gordon don't take Gale. my recliner Take anything uh, you want But leave my recliner Imagine If any of my family or friends Are listening And they're going up Airbus Road Imagine seeing someone Trying to get shoehorn the recliner Out of the fourth floor window <laughs> Gordon's flat uh, oh. Is it torrential mother? It's, it's chucking it down and He says the golf course needs it as well Yeah Yeah that'll be good for me tomorrow morning It's chucking it to down Because Ricky Lamy's just gone on one of those You know the ones you can't resist When the pitch is wet Oh love it Sliding from miles away and um, Bobby Madden gave the free kick to Kilmarnock. The Costa, the Costa del Clyde Bank looks oh, okay out the window. Beautiful. Um, but it's I had my down. first barbecue. Speaking of barbecues last week, you and uh, you stand too close to the grill, your face looks a uh, wee bit. No, red. What I did do is put the fire pit out as well, but I opened the back doors and <gasps> put oh, a wall smoke. with smoke, and Foolish. my house. Is the lamb. I kind of get the, the smell of smoke <laughs> in my house oh, now. Schoolboy, so, I don't house. know. Anybody get any tips? Fabrice <laughs> Fabrice on the walls <laughs> Roger Hanna says Police are hunting For a recliner Cheap biscuits And a 30 year old Badminton trophy <laughs> uh, There is every chance uh, How are you two get, How are you three Oh you two sorry It's really just you Alex Because they both know the answer How are you getting on With this teaser Because you talking about? I've done the teaser. People can play along at home But we're not taking any tweets Today as part of the Social media blackout I've, Yeah, I've, you've got I've, them all yeah Well I'm not far off it Let's see well, Let oh. me have a look at you should have I've given you all the answers I don't talk um, I thought I was doing okay Let me see Yeah I think you're pretty much there Yeah I think so So you are talking about the barbecue Just sorry Reminders of the question Okay name the last eight Englishmen to score In an old firm game And it doesn't include own goals No own goals Okay so the last legit Eight ones. Englishmen to score In an old firm game But it does not include own goals So keep Keep guessing on that one Remember Social media blackout I keep saying it So we're not doing the usual Tweet us in And I'll, I'll read them out Type of thing But um, You can still take part at home And try and beat your pals Or whatever it is You, you want to do We can relax boys Because we're not getting stuck There's one for you You remember the old tanker That was stuck in The old Suze Canal mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah Where's this going My hmm. James Martin Barbecue still on that <laughs> Six and Hearts dance. I've got the hamburgers and the chili drake in the old freezer oh, waiting to go. It must be the last thing to be <laughs> offloaded. Everything else has been delivered apart from that barbecue. That. Still no good at Peloton either. Seriously? Oh, no. got a Peloton. Fourth of June. About a month ago we had that discussion, didn't we? What's yeah. the weirdest thing you've bought during lockdown? That's ridiculous. You, lockdown's lifted and you've still not got the Peloton. Still no good at Peloton. I'm piling it on here. What an absolute <laughs> nightmare. Uh, funnily enough, well, on the subject of Piling it on Keeping yourself fit yes. Exercise bikes That sort of thing We outed Gordon DL On the show on Thursday Didn't yeah, we Yeah yeah Mark Disgraceful Wilson. You and I had been I'm surprised at that Speaking a little bit About about him behind his back I was oh, I des- Because Alex I'll, I'll show this to you And I'll, I'll see what you think right? Alec so, I deserve everything I get Get the sick Let back me finish ready. please oh, no. So Everybody's either back in the beer garden Or back in the gym or whatever it is And some people will take a photo to document the occasion And they're glad to be back or whatever 
Have you ever seen a more shameless Look at, look at the picture he put on his Instagram Of his return to the gym Look at this Look at that for a shape oh, right. Alex Le- Like p- leaning on one of the machines That's poor Mark Wilson That's poor <laughs> Let me tell you So we outed him on Thursday night for this There's been a development Oh, oh no what, what, what happened? And I was going to phone you and tell you about this But I thought I would save it for Actually on air Didn't want, didn't want to spoil the surprise So we were asking him well, what, What's this all And he, he, he admitted that he was a bit embarrassed And he thought it was a good idea Just he asked one of the, the members of staff in the gym, can you just can you take a picture of no, me? They asked me. Well that's yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, Sorry, said you that said that they asked you. Yeah, because they want to advertise for clients because right. of the shape I was Brilliant. in. Bro, delighted you say that because no, that's I'm, not I'm, the I'm, true story no. at all, is it? Because oh, no. I've been doing a bit of digging this week. <laughs> oh, no. Um I actually was speaking to the, the member of staff that took the picture. <laughs> I know. In person. I, I'm, I'm going red for him here. And, <laughs> and he sent me a he sent me he explained it, he sent me a message. Graham from the gym And he says After listening to the show I can shamefully take responsibility For taking that photo I was told that he needed a picture To send to his physio To prove that he had been to the gym Oh Max embarrassed me that It gets worse It it actually gets worse right Believe it or not Because he told me right That when he first asked he thought this is a bit weird but fine and Gordon was just standing but then uninvited he says I was in a state of shock from witnessing him casually get into the position for the photograph <laughs> akin to David Brent for inside paper <laughs> when it gets awful, I cannot believe oh, that, that class. I, I didn't know what to oh, say right? you can't right. say take a photo and he's I gave but him that's the, the point just don't, just don't say that In the gym at all And I Send <laughs> him a physio I've not even got a physio We know See me the way What physio Don't know So I, I, I was I was genuinely oh, In the gym yesterday And the brilliant. guy came up And he said It was me that took the picture <sighs> And he said he, he told me that he had to Send it to, to the physio <laughs> To prove after his hip And his hip surgery <laughs> That he had been he was, back That's and horrendous That's <laughs> He's big red face. Uh, I'm embarrassed Ah, <laughs> oh, no wonder. That's, right, That's horrendous. You look brilliant, son. Thank you. Oh, oh, David Brent, Brent, inside people. Gra- Graham, I'll, I'll have a few strong words with him. No, you won't. No, you see the I'll size of this guy. Oh, 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 his legs are bigger than me. Oh, he's massive. Oh, oh, he's got some legs. I've bad seen you in the boxing. Right, let's round off this teaser, Mark Wilson. It's a bit different today with the old social media blackout, but nevertheless. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. <laughs> I'll just leave the music next week and you can. You can sing over it Mark, on you go Yeah, I need to compose myself After that story <laughs> Okay, so name the last Eight Englishmen to score um, In an old fern game They were Connor Goldson Ryan Kent James Tavernier Josh Windass Scott Sinclair Clint Hill mm-hmm. Joe Garner And Gary Hooper Brilliant Well done if you played along at home And if you got all of them right well done, I'm just going to have to offer you a symbolic well done No podium today, the social media blackout of course But I'm sure loads of you got them The reason I know that you cheated Gordon DL yeah. um, Because that's the type of guy you are And also, mm-hmm. you would not have remembered Joe Garner Yeah I would, no, you not wouldn't. on Forest. I was going to say that one. Not on Forest. you played with 
I, I was going to say that's the one I was confused at. Joe Gardner. He played with Nottingham Forest as well, boys, because I remember being at the but City ground. But what was the game he scored at then? Uh, 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 Parkhead. Yeah, he did. I remember it, I just know he wouldn't have. Yeah. I don't remember I, I know he scored a header at Parkhead that, That's correct, yeah But anyway Oh, there's a big equaliser Falkirk 1, Montrose 1 Cameron Ballantyne With the goal for Montrose um, Jake Hasty had another <laughs> Kind of half chance He actually went down in the box But I don't think that He was claiming for a A penalty uh, Nothing worse when you claim for a penalty But your teammates don't really join in mm. And they just leave you Just leave you <laughs> no. to it Been there a few times <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Um, half time, I think, in Paisley, St Mirren against Hamilton. Let's speak to Andrew McLean. St Mirren nil, Hamilton won the half time score, and it's that man again, Ross Callahan, who has a vital goal for the Ackies as they lead at the break. They had a couple of early chances. Ross Callahan and David Moyle with efforts blocked in quick succession. Then 13 minutes in, there was a mix up at the back for St Mirren. Daniel Finlayson and his first start, and it was Jack Anik, two of them not communicating well from a ball over the top. It allowed Ross Callahan onto the ball, the angle was wide and he could only put the ball wide of the net. A decent chance not long after that when Scott McMahon's free-kick delivery fell to Haki Vidoffin. His volley was deflected out for a corner. Then at the other end, Colin Quainer with a nice one-two at the edge of the box with Cammy McPherson, but the shot in the end was sliced wide. Christian Dennis also had a shot from similar range, which went straight into the arms of Kyle Gurley. Hamilton will have been happy with their opening 25 minutes. The right, it found Ross Callahan in the centre of the box. Not the cleanest of finishes, but that doesn't matter because it ended up in the bottom corner for 1-0 Hamilton. And before the break, there was just time for Conor McCarthy to cut a one wide for St Mirren. But it's the Ackies who are on track for a crucial three points if they can hold on to their lead. The half-time score in Paisley is St Mirren 0, Hamilton 1. OK, that's only one part of the story, though. What does that mean for everyone else down the bottom? Kilmarnock are at Fir Park. How are they doing, Fraser? Motherwell nil, Kilmarnock nil. I really pity anyone having an outside pint in Motherwell today. The heavens opened here after 20 minutes and as the rain battered down it seemed to affect the game as after a really good start the quality of the game dropped at the same time. As I said it was a good start to the game. Chris Long a sharp turn and shot in the angle into the side netting the goalkeeper scrambling after only a couple of minutes right at the other end. Rory McKenzie the shot deflected and made Kelly scramble across his goal to save and then in ninth minute a great passing move from inside their own half involving O'Donnell and Hasty and McGinley and Lawless eventually it was Hasty that sent McGinley clear on the left and Hasty continued his run into the box lovely ball by McGinley and Hasty with a free header six yards should have scored but it was a weak header over the bar Mother at this stage dominating the game passing the ball around well Hasty and Lawless coming inside off the wings to get involved and create but a few clear cut chances came from all that good play and Kelly at the same time rarely near Liam Kelly's goal a kick broadfoot header from a kilted corner when he should have done really better was the closest day came in this first half an hour but as the rain battered down after half an hour the tempo of the game really dropped in form strikers Devante Cole Kyle Lafty not really getting a sniff good defending by likes of broadfoot and Declan Gallagher meant the strikers were hardly in the game a corner from the left hand side from Hasty broke to Ricky Lamy inside the box he tried a volley from about 12 yards but it was deflected wide and then the big mother defender lunged into a challenge on Kyle Lafty in a wide area near the edge of the box Mitch Pinnock drove the ball in and the ball was half cleared to Alan Power at the edge of the box his shot almost deceived Liam Kelly as he scrambled to save the ball as it skidded off the top of the turf then Greg Kilty flicked a McKenzie cross straight at the goalkeeper as Kelly had a really good spell and Motherwell continued to get into decent positions especially in the wide areas but the final ball was really poor perhaps summing up the first half display by the team big half big, sorry, big 45 minutes for Kelly ahead they'll be aware that Hamilton and Ross County are ahead in their games. Half-time at Fir Park, Motherwell nil, Kilmarnock nil. Okay, that's part two of the relegation story. What about part three, Dundee United against Ross County, Dave Galloway? 
Dundee United nil, Ross County 2. A confident start by County, closing United down at every opportunity and looking very good coming forward as well. Spittle's cross-come shot was turned round the post by Mehmet and Kelly's effort from a tight angle found the side netting. But the visitors went ahead on 23 minutes. Nice build-up play and Spittle crossed for White to head in. It was 2-0 after 28 minutes. A corner was headed on and there was Lakaviti to score at the uh, back post with his right foot the visitors have played uh, very well this first half but it's hard to believe on the other hand that this is exactly the same United side which ripped Aberdeen apart last weekend they barely laid a glove on a county team well deserving of their interval lead and playing with plenty confidence and I must say a special mention for uh, Spittle, Blair Spittle uh, brought into the side this afternoon uh, looking particularly impressive today it's Dundee United nil, Ross County 2 the interval Heating up down the bottom then What about further up the table Hibs looking to secure that third spot In the top flight They're at home to St Johnston How's that one going David Friel? Half time at Easter Road Gordon Hibs nil St Johnston won It's not going to plan for Hibs so far Glenn Middleton's goal has given St Johnston the lead But it was a nightmare moment for Ryan Portis The big defender was down at the corner flag He wasn't under that much pressure But he just passed the ball straight to Middleton Inside his own box on about 22 minutes Middleton, he had a lone spell at Hibs last season Couldn't believe his luck Ball at his feet, Ophir Marciano was out of position Found the bottom corner from 16 yards St Johnson, you know, seven changes before this game But they've been the better team Um, It's not been many chances But I think St Johnson played the better football Hibs look a bit out of sorts They've been very quiet up front Without Kevin Nisbet But Martin Boyle did have a chance 10 minutes from the break Jack Sullivan picked him out at the back post he got a good volley on it, but St Johnson keeper Elliot Parish and for Xander Clark saved his close-range volley. So if Hibs will need to improve in the second half if they want to clinch third place today. Half-time Easter Road, Hibs nil, St Johnson won. Livingston against Aberdeen, maybe not quite as much riding on it as the others. Roger Hanna did his best to talk it up pre-match. Has it lived up to your hype, Roger Hanna? <laughs> half-time, Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. The Dons are halfway to obtaining the point they need to seal European qualification, but they should be behind. Mate Poplatting missing a guilt-edged opportunity for the home side just six minutes before the break. There have been chances at either end. Lewis Ferguson was first to threaten after 12 minutes. A curling shot from 20 yards tipped over the bar by Livy goalkeeper Max Strayag. From the resulting corner, the ball recycled in the right, fired in and a flashing header by Callum Hendry, pushed out on the line by Strayag. But Livingston, they weren't very much in the game. The typical long throw from the right found its way to Paplatnik at the back post. It looked as if he was about to head home. Somehow Gary Woods got a fist to punch it clear. Then a Nicky Devlin cross after 20 minutes. Knock out to J. Emmanuel Thomas, but his shot was blocked by a red wall in front of Woods. 31 minutes, a good move for Aberdeen. Probably their best and a half. Florian Camberry starting it. Feeding it out to the right to Niall McGinn and his cross all the way to the back post. Ferguson reaching it for a header. Strayak again called into action. Temples began to flare. Craig Sibbled and Conor McLennan both booked by referee Grant Irvin for an off-the-ball clash. And then after Sibyl's shot had been pushed out by Woods, Scott Pittman was also booked for stopping a free, quick free kick. Moments later, Sibyl tripped McGinn as he tried to bust through. It may well have been a second yellow card, but this time he was granted a reprieve by the rookie referee. And then six minutes before the break, as I say, the best chance of the half, Conor McLaren in it right back for Aberdeen this afternoon. Very short with a pass back. Poplatnik seized in it, went through, lifted the ball over Woods, but he put it the wrong side of the post. Otherwise, the Dons would have been behind at the break. As it is, Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. Give you a full roundup of the halftime scores next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
It is half time in the three o'clock games across Scotland And there are lots of them Lots of big games as well In the top flight at the break It's Dundee United 0 Ross County 2 Hibs 0 St Johnston 1 Livy 0 Aberdeen 0 Motherwell 0 Kilmarnock 0 And St Mirren 0 Hamilton Ackies 1 Into Scottish League 1 Clyde 1 Dumbarton 0 Cove Rangers 0 Airdrie 0 Falkirk 1 Montrose 1 And Peterhead 0 For for Athletic Nil Into Scottish League 2 then Goalless between Albion Rovers Brecon And Annan Cowdenbeath Edinburgh City 2 Elgin City 0 And Stirling Albion 1 Stranraer 1 In the English Premier League today How many games to tell you about? Not many Full time score Crystal Palace 0 Man City 2 And at half time Brighton 1 Leeds 0 We'll get the second halves underway next the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 